Life is a journey, and the fourth section of the Psalms, known as the Numbers Psalms, show us the goodness and guidance of God along that journey. If we want to move forward, we must look up. Let's join Scott Pauley now as we open the Word of God and find direction for the road of life. Every song has a story. I have enjoyed through the years researching the, the background, both of the writers and the songs themselves, of hymns that we sing and, and gospel songs. Well, the same thing is true of the Psalms. Every Psalm has some setting. Now, we're not certain of all of them, but we know many of them. And we're in a section of the Psalms right now that is fascinating. Psalm 97, 98, 99, and 100. Those four Psalms really go together. Psalm 100 being the most famous of them, but four psalms that all revolve around a special event that happened in 2 Chronicles chapter 7. Do you remember when David brings the ark back into the temple? you remember it was carried away by the enemies? It's been gone for a number of years. It comes back into the temple. And when the ark comes back in, you want to talk about a rejoicing. Uh, David, of course, begins to sing and dance and rejoice and praise God. And by the way, every sincere person did. Why? Because the ark represented the visible presence of God among his people. And so they began to sing and rejoice. And this section of Psalms, Psalm 97 through 100, we believe was written on that occasion. And we've come to Psalm 98. I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to read to you the middle part of Psalm 98. Then we'll look at the way it begins and ends. Right in the middle of Psalm 98, we read these words, beginning in verse 4. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord all the earth. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with a harp, with the harp and the voice of a psalm, with trumpets and sound of cornet. Make a joyful noise before the Lord the King. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Let the floods clap their hands. Let the hills be joyful together. <laughs> I think the tone of the psalm is pretty well known. It's jubilant. It's wonderful. Friend, there's nothing that brings joy like the conscious presence of God. There's no person on earth that can do that for you. There's no amount of material gain that can accomplish that. Uh, there's nothing that you can do to produce that kind of joy. It is just the natural, or should we say the supernatural, uh, outgrowth of God's nearness. When you recognize how near the Lord is to you, and you draw near to Him, it immediately brings joy. And that joy, of course, comes out in a song and a shout. Uh, you, you can't hold it in. You can't bottle it up. When you know the joy of the Lord, you want to share it with someone else, and you want to give God praise and glory. Now, that's the theme, and that's the tone of Psalm 98. However, if you look at the way the psalm begins and the way it ends, it will give you a reason to rejoice every day. Maybe you don't feel like rejoicing today. Uh, maybe you got up this morning and uh, this is not the day that you had hoped for or planned. Maybe the emotion is not there to sing. I've learned that for me, on the days when I don't want to sing, I most need to sing. When I don't feel like giving thanks, I need to give thanks. Uh, when I don't sense a spirit of praise in me, I need the discipline of praise. 
And so Psalm 98 not only commands us to make a joyful noise, tells us to sing, but it actually shows us why we should. Psalm 98 begins this way, O sing unto the Lord a new song, for He hath done marvelous things. His right hand and His holy arm hath gotten Him the victory. The Lord hath made known His salvation. His righteousness hath He openly showed in the sight of the heathen. He hath remembered His mercy and His truth toward the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. So Psalm 98 begins by looking at what God has done. Did you hear the past tense? In verse 1, He hath done marvelous things. His holy arm hath gotten Him the victory. In verse 2, the Lord hath made known His salvation. His righteousness hath He openly showed. In verse 3, He hath remembered His mercy and His truth. So, let's look back for a moment. Would you take a moment to just reflect on all God has done in your life? Has the Lord done some marvelous things for you? Has the Lord given victory? Has the Lord made known His salvation? Has the Lord openly showed Himself? Has He remembered to show you mercy and truth? then rejoice and give God glory and praise for what God has done in the past. But then don't stop there. Come to the end of Psalm 98, and here's the way the psalm closes. Verse number 9, after saying, Let the hills be joyful together, it says, Before the Lord, for He cometh to judge the earth. With righteousness shall He judge the world and the people with equity. Do you see how he shifts from the past tense to the future tense? Oh, aren't you glad? that the God of the past is the God of the future, that the God who held you in His hand in days gone by will always hold you in His hand, that the God who has worked will work. He cometh. Do you hear it? He cometh to judge the earth. With righteousness shall He judge the world. Now get the picture. David says God has done some amazing things for Israel. And now the ark has been brought back into the temple. It's wonderful. The Lord has come. But then David shifts to the future and prophetically he writes in Psalm 98, He will come. The same God who has come will come. The Christ who came once is coming again, friend. And the same Christ that has come to you many times to encourage you will come to you today to meet every need that you have. He cometh. And my mind went across... Uh, the page here to Psalm 96 that we studied just a couple studies ago. And the end of Psalm 96 ends the same way. It says, Rejoice before the Lord, for He cometh, for He cometh to judge the earth. It is as if the psalmist just keeps repeating, reiterating, remembering this thought, He cometh, He cometh. Friend, when the Lord comes, we'll all have cause to rejoice. But I want to tell you, the fact that He's coming, the promise that He's coming, gives us cause to rejoice today. And so I want to challenge you to rejoice. Rejoice for the past, rejoice for the prospect of the future, and rejoice for the God who is present tense. Sandwich between yesterday and tomorrow, the Lord is in your today. That the same God who has and who will in the future is at this moment with you, and He promised He would never leave you and He would never forsake you. So if you need reason to rejoice today, let me give you two primary ones from Psalm 98. Number one, Make a list of all God has done. I think you'll find that the list is pretty lengthy. That in fact, uh, you can't exhaust all that God has done. You can't even remember all that God has done, but He's done a lot. Uh, go back and read through an old journal. Go back and, and look through some old pictures today. Go back uh, in the, in the 
memory hall of your mind and walk through answers to prayer, things the Lord has taught you, things God has done. It will give you cause to rejoice. And then fast forward. Hit the fast forward button and go to the future and think about the day the Lord is coming. The Lord is going to come. He's going to judge the earth. He's going to judge the world and the people with equity, the Bible says. In other words, He's going to bring true justice. He's going to make every wrong right. Isn't that a glorious thought? So no matter how bad the news may be today, you can rejoice that the Lord is coming. I don't know all the future holds, but I know one thing, He's coming. I don't know all that God will do in the future, but I know one thing, He is coming. So if I have nothing else to rejoice in as I look to the future today, I can rejoice in this, the Lord is coming, and when He comes, I'm going to be with Him. And I repeat what I said when we started. There is nothing that brings such joy as living consciously in the presence of God. Would you live in His presence today? Would you give Him praise and glory? Because the Lord has come and because the Lord is coming. At every twist and turn in life, God's Word provides direction to make right decisions. We pray that God will continue to guide your life and that you will continue to follow Him. Visit scottpauley.org to download your copy of A Ready Reference of the Psalms, listen to full-length Bible messages, read helpful articles, and access many other resources. We look forward to studying the Bible with you on the next Enjoying the Journey.